Hi, you're listening to Friar Side Chats, and I'm your host, Emma Miller, here on this wonderful school day with Father Mike. Here I am. Yes, I am. I'm here again. I want our listeners to know that this is the second round <laughs> this of this podcast. Two. This is take two because our uh, our technical uh, assistant mm-hmm. uh, didn't press the record button. It's a key part of this whole yeah, process. Exactly. It, it makes it hard to actually have a podcast if you don't record Gosh. it. So, How could our tech support do that? We're going to throw them some, under the bus. Someone's going to be fired. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're here in the studio and they're behind the glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and they... They forgot to they hit forgot record. To hit and we had some record. just sheer gold oh on my those gosh. first five minutes. It's gone now. It's gone. But... We have God's grace we in, do. Our, in our corner. We and do. So we're going to crank this podcast <laughs> to even greater heights. That's right. Woohoo! <laughs> well, Father Mike. Yes. School year has just begun. It's only just begun. Who was that? Who sang that? Uh, Carol King. Come on. Okay, go ahead. Oh, Carol King. Carol King. I do have a Carol King album. You, do, you have My- an album? I, my dad got me a like an actual CD once. So. Big O. Carol King, yeah. She yeah. had a great, very great voice. Yeah, like just she yeah. did. It's pretty unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so I have to ask you, as we're diving into a school year, what kind of student you were. Do you have to ask me that? Well, I want to, <laughs> and knowing a little bit of your backstory, I really want to. What <laughs> part of my backstory do you think you know that makes you really want to? Well, know? I just really like you to talk a little bit about the difference between your high school self and your college self, academically speaking. We should probably get my mother on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> that might that might uh, bring to light a few things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I'm sad to admit that I was not the most uh, motivated student in high school i did what i needed to do to get by i did okay yeah i'd study once in a while the no. friars ended up taking you so the, exactly they <laughs> uh they saw something i'm not quite sure what <laughs> but i didn't show them a whole lot but um yeah so i was a bit of a procrastinator mm. and um a lot of bit or a little bit did you ever do all-nighters not in high school okay yeah yeah, I'm trying to think if I did in high school. I don't think in high school. My parents would not have stood for no, that. No, 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 no. But um, college. Ooh. Yeah. And that was my, my turning moment, my turning point. It was mid-first semester. Of college? Of college. I had a paper due in biology. I've never told you this story? I think so. Well, I actually I told it to you five minutes ago. <laughs> well, we started, we started that, getting into it. That wasn't but recorded. But I think before this, I had heard like pieces of it before. Yeah. So uh, I had a research paper to mm-hmm. do. And which you being a youngster cannot fully appreciate. Uh, uh, how was it a long paper? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think it was probably about a 20 pager, 15, 20 pager. A 15 to 20 pager? Yeah. And you... Hadn't started it hadn't until started. maybe the I'd done day a little bit, but not, not a, not enough. Maybe I'd done some. But. I mean, okay, I I definitely pulled that sometimes in college. Rarely, I hope, but not even close. But we had com- not, we not, had computers to do you. our research and and internet <laughs> and internet. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> you guys should I hear Father Mike talk about my Smith Corona selectric typewriter. That sounds like a beer. It's a, <laughs> it's a typewriter. 
and I was I was fancy schmancy. You know, you were. I was. Yeah, that was electric. Yeah. Oh my god! So you didn't have to like slam your fingers down. Correct. Well, I learned on a manual. <sighs> we used to, have to do finger exercises before our typing class, but that was in high school. No, you did not. Yes, we did. Finger exercises. Finger exercises. Yeah. That's hilarious. What I would know. they be? I don't remember them, but. All right. We'll Mr. include a Papra. YouTube video of <laughs> finger exercises in the show notes. It looked like this, or something. I don't know what. <laughs> but the uh, the big biology paper, yeah, put in an all nighter. It was garbage. I remember it was six a.m. I'm in the shower. We have prayers at six thirty. Mm-hmm. I have not been to sleep. I just finished. I'm embarrassed by the paper I'm about to Ugh. submit, and I said I will never do this again there and you didn't i can still picture i just yeah and i didn't and then i became the obsessive compulsive (laughs) that you've come to know and love yeah i mean honestly it is really hard for me to imagine this high school father mike you're talking about. well it was just high school mike exactly (laughs) (laughs) high school mike high school mike yeah was uh was a bit of a you know not a 'er ne'er-do-well but yeah no uh uh, always do well enough. <laughs> a, a bit of a sloth. <laughs> were your what were your sisters like? Who was the best student in your house? My sister G, my oldest sister, uh, was uh, very very uh, smart. Did very well. Mm-hmm. Left handed, by uh-huh. the way. Um, my youngest sister Ellie mm-hmm. was uh, very smart mm-hmm. as well. And then there's me and my sister Judy in the middle. But my sister Judy, she had a. Um, she had an excuse. What? She had had um, a, uh, an illness when she was a child. She had mumps and oh. with encephalitis. And oh, it, it actually scarred her brain. Yeah. And they didn't serious. know that until she was in her late 20s. What? But she struggled in school. God bless her. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. But she made it. I mean, she made it through. That's right. She faked her way through it. <laughs> <laughs> Jude. Wow. Well, what? So, okay. I, I had those moments yeah, yeah. where. I, I, let's give a little bit of your, let's pull out your ninth grade <laughs> report card here. Oh, high school, Emma. We can talk oh, wait, all wait, wait, about high school, Emma. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about ign- college, Emma. Let's just ignore college. Let's talk about college. I seem to recall <laughs> a story from your early employment <laughs> that oh, I won't, I won't go into. Gosh. But. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, Academic achievement. Woo-hoo. Academic achievement, man. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I'm not back in high school or college. But you don't you think now you'd be a different college student? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I do I mean, I've always loved to learn. Yeah. And so it really was kind of tricky when that started getting blended with like the need to achieve. Like when did I st- I mean, I think I still enjoyed a lot of my classes and learning about it, but like what I was really wanting was to be able to say, I, I got this right. or I scored this or I made this achievement. Right. I think I was, um, I was the opposite. Like I, I couldn't see the schoolwork I was doing as in any way connected to achievement. Really? You know, it just, it, that didn't motivate me. It wasn't until... Again, that moment in college, and at the same time, part of it was, hey, look, I'm starting to study, you know, philosophy mm-hmm. and theology. I gotta know this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, th- if I don't know this stuff, 
I, uh, how am I going to be good as a friar or as a priest? And so then that (laughs) clicked a little bit about not so much about achievement, but that Mm -hmm. it, 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 I need this. Yeah. But see, that's, I mean, that's a, I think that's a healthy motivation. I agree. I I mean, finally, (laughs) oh, that I had been a little healthier earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't think think that's not, um, you, you, you're saying, if I understand you, Mm -hmm. that on college campuses, Mm. it's not about knowledge. It's about achievement. Well, even when I think about knowledge, like the classes I loved and I liked learning the stuff, I still don't think I necessarily thought about it in those terms that you were like, I need to be good at this because I'm going to be this thing in a few years. But I think that was also because I didn't know what I was going to be doing. You didn't know that you would be a (laughs) podcast host. I didn't know I would be a podcast host and a printed media creator and uh assistant a communications to, director <laughs> just kidding. yeah yeah a communications director so um yeah how much i wonder i feel like that's a common thing for a lot of college students you're you're you've picked your major and you have some like vague idea of the type of like future you want for yourself but you don't actually know what you want to do so isn't it kind of hard to have that those healthier motivations when you don't know what you're going to be doing. I, I, I agree. I, and I think um, there's this odd dynamic on college campuses, especially at the beginning of the year. You know, we ask students, to, you know, especially incoming uh, first years, you know, do you, um, you know, what's your major going to be? Mm-hmm. And there's some angst about mm-hmm. saying, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and everyone should know and everyone mm-hmm. should be already geared down a certain track you know so I, I I think that you know trying to figure that out shouldn't be this anxiety producing mm-hmm. uh, dynamic I also think that taking some different kinds of courses can begin to help you to see whether or not this is something that you really enjoy and so mm-hmm. you know I would hope that by you know going into it full bore you would you would begin to see yeah I could really do this and so therefore it is beneficial for mm. for my uh, future or it's been beneficial in my discernment mm-hmm. that as I realized this is not for me I, I yeah. gave it my all and it's you know I'm, I'm going to do something else yeah I do feel like that has been my path a little bit more like xing things out right. than definitively shooting for yeah we call it the via negativa the via negativa yeah St. Bonaventure used way? to yeah you, you 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 learn truth by negation. Mm. You learn truth by what it's you, you you're convinced of what it's not. That's interesting. Yeah. That's a real Oh, mm-hmm. the Franciscans claiming something again. Bada bing, bada boom, <laughs> Bonaventure. Oh jeez. <laughs> uh, I'm not cutting that one out. Oh, please leave it. Yeah. <laughs> Too good. Our <laughs> listeners deserve it. Mm. So you know, you, you mentioned at the beginning, too, why don't we bring in your mom and have her talk about it a little bit? But No, I, I think I said that in the part of the podcast you, you oh. were recording. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to be able to keep those first five minutes yeah, straight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but how much do you think parents' expectations come into play with our own expectations around school? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I look at it this way, you know, for, 
my parents were not college educated, mm. you know, and so um, they didn't have the um, uh, experience of knowing what the college world was like. Mm-hmm. And so I know that there are some of our students that have a similar dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so while my parents wanted me to go to college and wanted my sisters to go to college, you know, they it's not the same as mm-hmm. parents who have been through college. And yeah. even even that said, I, I think parents my age, you know, when they think back on their college experience and they, you know, try and think about their their child's mm-hmm. college experience today, it's two different dynamics. Different. And it's become, I think, far more um, competitive and far more yeah, anxiety yeah. riddled, yeah. you know, than it, than it was. And so I... I think parents' expectations play a part, mm-hmm. but even if you take all those off the table, I think there's, at least on this campus, there's so much other um, pressure driving it that, uh, you know, parents w- might be fifth on the list. I don't know. Do you agree with that or what? In the students you talk to? Hmm. I do feel like it's the rarer student whose parental pressures are are the major driver i think there's always like a desire to please parents but but yeah it's probably not a major driver so what is the driver i know i'm hmm. Well, it's interesting to me that never at any point when you were talking about your academic self, you never talked about like wanting to be better no. than people around you. That was a driver for me for uh-huh. a while. Or not like, oh God, that sounds really terrible. But I'm just being honest. I wanted to be able to like. I'll now take the role of all of our <laughs> listeners to shame you. I know. For such a. I know. Self-centered and mm-hmm. sad. But that that motivation. was the achievement side. It wasn't so much Yeah, I don't know. Did I Yeah, not... I never was driven by, you know, I want to be the top of my class. I mean, if I was at the top of my class, great, but that wasn't that didn't oh, You're so much holier me. than me. Pardon me? I said you were so much holier than me. I don't know if that was the case. <laughs> well, what's what, at the heart of that, though? Uh, I don't know. Probably at the heart of all of this is some deep insecurity. Mm. So, How do I know what I'm worth? Right. And when you don't know right. what your worth is based in, you try and make yourself valuable or worthwhile in these other ways wow that's huge Mm -hmm. and so many of our listeners who i hope just heard the you know the truth of that um believing that this kind of achievement can give me a sense of worth in whose eyes i don't know right in my own eyes clearly i tell myself then that i i'm worth something right um, but I think I'm proving my worth to others mm-hmm. when, oh, gosh, I that know. is so sad. You know, your worth is so much 
more than that. And and yeah, what does it say that you think about the worth of so many other people that you know have no academic credentials, have mm-hmm. no academic ability? What is their worth? Right, right. That's why you know it's it's interesting. I've I had a uh, lunch the other day with a um, university administrator mm-hmm. uh, here, and um, this person was speaking about, um, you know, how how the university has, um, you know, all kinds of people here, mm-hmm. all kinds of students, and I I made this correction, and I'm going to continue to make this correction. No, it doesn't. Mm. I said well, this is like the. One percent of one percent. Right. You know, so much of the world doesn't think like this. Yeah. So much of the world isn't educated like this. Yeah. You know, and so what does that say? I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that the university should have everyone here. Right. Right. But just don't claim that this is everyone. Right. Right. You know, that this is. And how are we preparing students that like in the real world. Engage the rest of the world that's not like this. Yes. That doesn't make their worth less mm-hmm. or, oh, if they were just educated, mm-hmm. then they'd have some mm-hmm. worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm all for education. My gosh, my whole ministerial career has been spent <laughs> in education. I think yeah. I can say I'm I'm pro, pro education, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't make someone less the value. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so at the beginning of an academic year, mm. there's a, a big call out, I think, to be honest about look looking in the mirror and mm. saying is this driving my sense of self-worth mm-hmm. or am i blessed to be able to be seeking the truth mm-hmm. and and it's enriching me and i'm i'm, I'm going to use those gifts wisely in the rest of my life mm-hmm. to me that is you know a, a a reflection that needs to be had over and over and over again why yeah. am i doing this why am i doing this are there any particular questions we can ask ourselves to try and I mean, I we've talked about this in previous podcasts, how important just making space and finding quiet to sit with big questions is to having some clarity. But are there specific like questions we can ask ourselves to try and get at this? Yes. Oh, that's great. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, one just came to me. So oh, great. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be a good question, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I I think in the midst of the whatever's the anxiety du jour, mm-hmm. to ask myself, what am I really worried about? Mm. And then whatever the answer is to that, one more time, but what am I really worried about? You know, just so, so that I can dig a little bit more deeply and then a little bit more deeply still. Yeah. So that I can ultimately say, well, what I'm really worried about is that I'm going to think that I'm worthless because I can't achieve the way that I think I can. Mm-hmm. And to that, the response is, and pedal harder, <laughs> the response is, Lord Jesus, give me the wisdom to know I'm loved by you mm-hmm. and by being loved by you my worth is immense yeah you give me worth my production does not 
define my worth. Do you feel like even as not a student, do you still struggle with that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would say less, uh, maybe a little bit, and maybe I'm, I'm being naive, um, but <laughs> um, I, I... Like, it's not, it's not a problem that stops when you stop being a student. No, no. But I do think it lessens over time. Mm. I do. I hope. If you're being intentional about training. Correct. And if you continue to ask yourself those types of questions, mm-hmm. you begin to see the 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 fallacy or, or the mirage that's out there that says achieve, achieve, and you'll have a greater sense of yourself mm-hmm. because it's never enough. Mm-hmm. Whereas Christ is enough. Boom. Boom. Just drop the mic. You know, I always like thinking about, did Jesus feel all the emotions that we've felt? I mean, Jesus probably never got sidetracked by achievement. I mean, clearly he didn't, you know, the devil tempted him. But I always like thinking about that question. How have people in scriptures maybe encountered this dilemma? Like, where is their value and their worth? I would still go back to Jesus, to your earlier... Even Jesus? Well, I mean, I think, was Jesus driven by achievement? No. Oh. I think I think it's part of the human person. But his wasn't twisted into some, this is how I'm going to then value myself. Imagine oh. being fully aware of your of the love of the father and of your, your, uh, your worth Mm -hmm. that is beyond, um, measure. Mm -hmm. Right. Imagine that and then say, and because of that, I will achieve great things because I am loved Mm. in in whatever way I can as a human person. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus wasn't going to achieve the way some woman of his time would. Right. You know, he could never, for example, bring children into the Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. Right. So to say that that's an achievement, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah, he couldn't he couldn't do that. So um but it it would whatever was the way in which he as a man, Middle Eastern man of 2000 years ago could achieve, let me do that in the fullness mm-hmm. of what that looks like because I know my worth. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. To me that just transforms achievement into a holiness. Right, right. It flips it that you know, knowing your worth first right? and trusting that you're, you can achieve. Yeah. That you can achieve incredible things and what you're supposed to achieve, but your worth is driving that rather than the other way around. Right. And so how do mm. we, at the beginning of a school year, mm. get students to focus on their innate worth that's God given rather than their resume? That sounds like a really tough challenge. Yeah. Because there's just so many voices out there pointing to different types of achievement. And, you know, whether it's academic achievement or social achievement, 
um, athletic achievement, athletic achievement, gosh, financial achievement. Yes. So it really does take, I like what you said, continually asking yourself that question. What am I afraid of? Is that how you phrased it? Well, yeah. What's really at the heart of my anxiety? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's at the heart of that? What's at the heart of that? Mm-hmm. 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 I had somebody share with me, and I, I share this sometimes with the people I'm talking with one-on-one. You know, ask seven why questions. Seven, just because it's you can't ask seven why <laughs> questions, but more than one. Mm-hmm. You know, more than two. Well, why is that? Whatever the answer is, well, why is that? Mm. You know, just just keep getting to the heart of what's really driving. So, you know, at the beginning of an academic year, we're trying to think about what do I what's what's a holy driver? And the real holy driver is I am beautifully, wonderfully made by God. I have purpose Mm -hmm. and I have. um, I have you know, capacity Mm -hmm. and this academic experience will allow me to explore that Mm. and give glory to God. My achievement gives glory to him because of my worth in Mm. him. I like that. I even think sometimes I think about proving. Sometimes I feel like I have to prove to God. Hmm. So I, I, I like this. What what do you have to prove? I don't know. I'm doing a good job with the gifts he's given me. I'm not some... See, God, see what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It sounds so silly to say it aloud. Um, mm-hmm. How about rejoice in the good? Yeah. That, that's, you know, the old... St. Ambrose. St. Andrews? St. Ambrose. St. Ambrose. Yeah, I screwed up. I, at first, I think I said St. Am, uh, whatever, but St. <laughs> Ambrose. Ambrose. <laughs> That's a tough one for you. Yeah. Well, I, it sounds like we've found our challenge for our listeners for this episode. You weren't going to let me give the St. Ambrose quote? Oh, I thought we were just going to try and scoot past that embarrassment. <laughs> 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 no, let's hear the... St. Ambrose quote. St. Ambrose said yes. that the glory of God mm. is what? Man fully alive. Man fully alive. Oh, that's a St. Ambrose. Yeah. Like it. I love that quote. Yeah, I just quote. didn't know who it was attributed to. Now you do. St. Yeah. Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. St. <Saint> Am something. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like we've found our challenge for our listeners. Yes. But to make it a little bit more deliberate, I want to say. First, what it's a challenge sponsored by. Oh my gosh, here we go with the sponsorship again. Okay, yeah. listeners, who out there wants to sponsor, sponsor some please. part of this podcast? Sponsor our Father podcast. Mike is clearly desperate. <laughs> sponsor, sponsor the challenge. <laughs> well, since we're talking about academics, we'll say um, this. This challenge is brought to you by the Duke University Stores. <laughs> We're probably not even allowed to say that. <laughs> the Duke University Stores. The Duke Store University Challenge. Stores 
sponsored weekly challenge. challenge. <laughs> weekly challenge. <laughs> oh, because they're goodness. printing money over there this week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And next week too. And next week, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Okay, so should you choose to accept the challenge? The challenge is, I say over the next three days. Yeah. Should we just say week? Yeah, sure. Which one? Whatever. <laughs> Probably makes very go with the flow today. <laughs> All right, over the next three days, we're going to keep it simple. Over the next three days, sit for 15 minutes with a journal or some sort of paper and ask yourself as many of those why questions as you can. What's really at the heart of what's driving of my anxiety? Okay. What's at the heart of that? What's at the heart of that? And sit 15 minutes each day and do that. And then list what's my real worth. Ooh, yeah. And then I like it. I like it. Great combo. Yeah. We just high-fived. That was a very well, That was a fake high-five. That well, was you clapping. I needed to give the, the sound effect. <laughs> Since we fired our technical person, they're That's not going right. to be able to add the clap That's after. Right. They're done. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Father Mike. Thank you, Emma. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another great episode of Friarside Chats. But, quick prayer. Oh, thanks for catching me. Uh, All right. Would you care to pray for us? I'd love to. Lord okay. Jesus, uh, so much uh, is beginning at this time of year for so many of our listeners, in particular our students. Allow them to know their incredible worth because of your love for them and creating them and making them beautiful and holy and wonderful as they are. Allow that knowledge to then fuel their desire to spread all of that goodness um, in whatever way they can, whether it's in the fun that they have or the work that they do, or the relaxation, or in the spiritual growth, allow all of their achievement to be rooted in just the flourishing of your goodness, and allow that to give you glory and honor through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father Mike. Thank you, Queenie. Wonderful. All right. Thank you, listeners, for joining us for another great episode of Friarside Chats. You can email us anytime with your thoughts, any questions you might have, or suggestions for future episodes. You can shoot those to me at erm13 at duke.edu. For more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Friarside Chats is supported by some really wonderful, generous people like you, students, parents, alumni, and friends of Duke. To learn how you can support Friarside Chats or any other ministry of the Duke Catholic Center or to be a sponsor of our <laughs> our podcast studio, we'll put your name up or something. That's right. Yeah. Visit catholic.duke.edu backslash support. All right. Thanks, Father Mike. Thank you, Emma. All right. See you guys next time on Friarside Chats. Hi, you're listening to Friarside Chat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I must spit out my water. <laughs> okay, oh let's hit the replay. Re, re, re. Yeah, stop. <laughs> what was it? I'm crying. <laughs> Fryer, what? 
sad. <laughs> Where am I? Very from? sad. Very sad. Oh my gosh, I can never let Rob hear that. No, please. <laughs>